Mick and MG in the morning. Weekdays from 6 on Sydney's Triple M. All right, Mick and MG podcast listeners, we've promised for those that are following Humdinger that we will give a clue. Can't believe I have to do this. Well, it's just, I... It's a masterpiece of humming. No, it's not, um, which is why we're at the stage of $2,400 jackpot. <laughs> it's getting big. It, it is. It's quite a kitty. Okay. Uh, this is like when Lotto gets to 100 mil. Oh, and everyone's in. In mm. fact, it's exactly the same. It is. But it's $2,400. It is. Everyone's talking about it. All right. So what's the clue? Um, do you want me to give one? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say it is in the hip-hop genre of the 90s. Why don't you just give it away? <laughs> Maybe Why I Why don't have. you just give him the title? The people need it. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's out. All right. Well, $2,400 probably. I've ruined a relationship, but other than that. <laughs> Can they find Wigan? Can they ground it? Oh, and she's away. Did they get it over the line? Referee might need to check this. How wide is that white line? Live call will try. I, I have insufficient evidence to overturn the live call. A huge moment in this game. They've got a chance with PG. PG gets it away. Oh my word! And they got it down. Okay. I have insufficient evidence oh. to overturn the live call of no try. <laughs> it will mean well, that the Wigan Warriors nice. are going to be. Bullshit. Wow. That is unbelievable. <laughs> wow, Mickey. I, now, uh, full disclosure, know nothing much yep. about this game. Yep. I was watching that. You're learning to quickly. To my You're eye. You're learning quickly, but. There were two of the biggest howlers I have yep. ever seen. Yep. A, a try that was allowed and a try that wasn't allowed. Can yep. you walk me through it? You're horrified. Oh, yeah, I am. And it's, look, it's, I'm, I'm always loath to blame a ref or a, um, for a team winning or losing, but yesterday morning's uh, debacle from, from ref Liam more, who's basically, we've found out he's a local Wigan boy. <laughs> uh, like a someone, couple of hometown decisions, you reckon? <laughs> yeah, and the video ref, they were horrendous. Um, Unbelievable. I, look, it was kind of universal condemnation as well. It wasn't just Penrith fans saying I it. could see them both clearly. And so the first try from, what was his name? His name was Jack Wardle. He got tackled about a metre out from the line. He ended up about half a metre out of the line. And then for some reason, the ref said, I, I'm going to say it's a try. So send it upstairs. So somebody upstairs has got to try and find a reason to not to be a try. It. So you, nine times out of ten, they won't. So once it's sent, it's unless there's something. what the referee says is go. So that ref, when he said, that, I can, I'm going to say that's a try. Um, then a bit later on, Liam Martin did a one-on-one strip of, a, of the ball when the Wigan player was running out of his line. So 10 metres out, he had the ball. Another, another you know, sliding door moment. But the last one was when Taylor May scored in the corner oh as God. the bell ran. I saw the ball hit the line. Yeah, in my with my eyes. So there's. They, so why wouldn't the ref call it as a try and then send it upstairs? That's right. Then try and find a reason not to be a try. I uh, unbelievable. I it was a stitch th- up. Everyone afterwards had that look in their face, like we all know what happened here. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, even as they're holding a trophy, it's yeah. kind of here. Yeah, we, uh, we got away with this one, but I mean, does that? Make a mockery of it. I, well, I mean, it's a long way to travel. There's a lot of resources for a club. It interrupts your yeah. pre-season, and you've gone over there to have your pants pulled down by a referee. Yeah, it's hard enough um, travelling to England, playing in three degrees weather, the, the slippery conditions, and it, what it might deter is the next team going over who wins the comp to play against these guys. They might say, you know what, you come here this time. 
And play on our stage. Do they have any mechanism now where they'll do a review of that game and that referee will be told that you were not up to par? If if it happened here in Australia, he would be dropped. He would be put back to a, a lesser grade. Uh, over there, I don't think he would. Well, be. he was a man of the match. He was. He, man. he gets. He gets the three votes. He as was. far as I'm concerned. He was. Penrith robbed. Yeah, I've got to say they were. It's you know it's, you haven't missed out on much lately. No, it's, no. It's, it's, <laughs> like and that's what I said. Like I'm loath to to bag anyone in. No, because no. they play. We can play well, and the local contingent of Aussie players all put their hand up. But Penrith were in the game up to their eyeballs, and they should have probably won that game if it wasn't for two. Very, very, very dodgy. Uh, they were poor. They were shit ass. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Two of the worst decisions ever made by yep. a referee in the history of the game. Yep. Bar none. There mm. we go. Thank you. <laughs> Over the weekend, but you were very busy. You went up to Newcastle, didn't you? I did. I was in Newcastle doing shows all weekend. And a big hello and a big thank you to They're everyone people, in Newcastle who came and saw our shows. We had so much fun. They're the best. They're as good as any audience we've had in Australia. The Civic Theatre is a cracker. Good, isn't it? It was absolutely unbelievable. Um, they after the show, we went out to have a drink, and we were told. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, for full disclosure, we'd had a couple. Yeah, I can imagine. And yep. I'm, I'm with some loose units. Mm. I'm with Marty Sheargold. I'm with Lawrence Lawrence Mooney, and someone had told us about a secret club that has a fake front door, and if you find it, you go in, and it's brilliant. Oh no. So what we ended up doing was breaking into about five joints we thought was the secret, <laughs> the secret nightclub at about one in the morning. At one point, we were in a leased building, right, walking around like a, a fully furnished office building. <laughs> going, it's got to be in here somewhere. Um, so, I, I, yes, I had a few people on social media con- contact me and saying how, how much I loved you. So, it was a great show. So well done. Great shows. You would have uh, gone past our sister station up there, Triple M, saw the... I, no, I didn't. I, I asked if I could swing by. I asked if I could swing by and, and shoot the breeze, yeah. maybe get some local yeah. things. They said no. They said did. No. They said no. They did. They but didn't. there are sisters just up well, the road. I don't know. But uh, oh. obviously that's a very good station up there and mm. uh, they don't need any help from us. Uh, good luck, Tanya and Steve. Yep. Mm. You're, uh, you're, uh, oh, I must listen in. It'll be great to hear what they're up to because yeah. obviously it's world class. Um, thanks for having me. Now, but what I want to talk about was in the <laughs> in the in the hotel. Yep. There was uh, me and Moonman were in the foyer, and there was about eight girls there, and they're having a birthday, and they're coming to our show. So they asked, right, if they could uh, uh, take a photo with yeah, us, and we cool. go, "Oh, no, of course you can, girls." So the guy walks into the foyer. And we go, hey, mate, can you uh, just take a picture? And gave him the camera. And he looked really disgruntled. <laughs> and we go, are you okay, mate? He goes, mate, I'm on maths. Oh. oh, which one? No. Well, it didn't have a man bun. That's all no, I know. Okay, Newcastle. It would have been Ben. It was Ben. It would have been Ben. It would have been Ben. Yeah. What's his? Uh, uh, he's ben's one of the worst. Um, he's a dropkick. Yeah, he's a bit of a dropkick. His wife, according to Daily Mail, ends up with one of the other guys. He's also a dropkick. Yeah, so he may have been a little testy. Does, ever, does she have blonde hair? No. No, no, dark hair. Well, he's with a girl who has blonde hair. Okay, okay. so he's moved on. We're just going to describe her as a Newcastle Five. <laughs> <laughs> so Sydney too, yeah. Uh, uh, so he was a dickhead. Uh, uh, guy from Triple M, dickhead. Uh, what about the... Um, uh, the Matchbox 20 dude? The, yeah, we were in a lift. 
With the guy from Matchbox 20, the, he's the tour manager. Not, it wasn't Rob Thomas, no. It wasn't Rob Thomas. No, he's no. lovely. He's beautiful. And he had the lanyard on. He goes, G'day, mate, what do, you, what do you do? He goes, I'm out with Matchbox 20. I go, what do you do? He goes, I'm making money. Oh, oh yucky. I, yeah. go, I, I go, well, you're in Newcastle and Taylor Swift's doing five sold out <laughs> at the arena. So good luck with that. <laughs> MG Sport Report. Performance from India. They were up against it. England were favourites coming into day five. Kohli and his men have just turned it all around. They win by 151. They take a series lead. A stunning performance. Yeah, well, it is. It's um, over in England and New Zealand. Their, their match is unbelievable at the moment. Well, so it's New Zealand, Australia. Yep. Of course, is over India and in, England. In New, in New Zealand, and we've just uh, won. The T20. Uh, T20 in a clean sweep and test start this week. We were just listening to England-India yes, in the we test were. match. we were. What happened? Well, uh, India uh, will look like they're under the pump, um, but then uh, Ashwin, uh, he was unbelievable bowling. He got Pfeiffer. Um, so England now uh, behind the eight ball. Um, none for 40 at stumps. India were needing 152 in Ranchi to win their third straight match and the five-test series. Well, clean they sweep. should try a few ramp shots. Uh, reverse sweeps. Reverse sweeps. Wow, the baz, the baz ball, remember? Remember baz, the baz ball. Baz ball goes from strength to strength. Could be another moral victory for England <laughs> coming up. Even when they lose, it's a moral victory. Yeah. Uh, can we, Kat, you were mentioning earlier this morning, yes. a great result for the girls. Yeah, Matildas. So they have they have two games that they had to win in order to qualify for the Olympics yeah. on Saturday night in Uzbekistan against Uzbekistan. Okay. And no one scored for about 60 minutes. It was one and degrees. One degree wow. in Uzbekistan. They're freezing. The ball gloves was on. Glo- gloves. <laughs> they all had gloves on, not just Fowler. Yeah. Finally, in the 60, 60th minute, they brought on a girl who's thirty five, hasn't played for the Matildas in in a, about years. yeah at least five years. Michelle Heyman. Yes. And she came in. Um, clocked a header straight in the back Bang. of the neck, and then they scored two more times after Good that. Nice. So Melbourne Wednesday um, is when they have their next game against Uzbekistan. They have to win that. And they win that. They're through to They're the Olympics. They're through to the Olympics, yeah. Come on. That will be fantastic. Laundie Hotels presents Mick and MG's Mad Monday. Laundie Hotels, family pubs across Sydney, where you're always welcome. Check out laundie.com.au for a full list of venues. I see your warfare. Mick and MG's Mad Monday. Yes, it is, and excitement levels peaking as we draw closer to, well, one of the greatest listener parties of all time. It's Mad Monday. It's after round one. All you have to do is dress up. If we like your costume, you're in. Bing, bang, boom. Waiter, check, please. (laughs) Already some exciting announcements have been made. Uh, The door prizes. I don't have them on me right now, but we announced the door prizes on Friday. Fantastic. What was it, Thousands of dollars worth of stuff. You yes. name it, we've got <laughs> tickets. Tickets to Neil Diamond. Oh, no, no, it was um, a Origin. It was Origin. Origin. Origin tickets. Yep. Origin. Grand final tickets. Grand final tickets. Oh, yep. Look out. You're going to get me in trouble. The station manager's whizzing round. Here he comes. Hey. What was it? Oh, he's not happy. Oh, dear. What was in the prize pack? Was it a door prize? Rex, you know. Yeah, the door prize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's oh. not happy. Hello, mate. Do you remember what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tickets to Grand Final. Yep. Tickets to yep. Grand Final. Tick. Ticket to Origin. Yeah. Uh, it was a uh, thousand bucks yep. in pearls. Yep. <laughs> what was it? Pearls. Oh, a pearl no. necklace. There's uh, a signed football from Mick and MG. Oh, oh, you can't one. put a price on that. Number Rex. one. You, I, I think you can. Um, <laughs> 
5,000. You want me to have a go at that? Yeah. <laughs> you have a go at it. And uh, 200 bucks to spend on uh, your team's merch. Oh, oh how good amazing. is that? Yeah. Well, now we've got you here. Mm. Yep. Uh, it'd be a good opportunity to maybe explore some other options we have on the table. Yep. yep. Uh, for you. Okay. Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah. Well, I'd like some entertainment. Yes, of so, course. Who, who do we have to the last oh, we're one? Diesel. Diesel was, Diesel was amazing. He kind of stole the show. Diesel was great, yeah. and everyone's still talking about it. So I'd like you to secure me a big name. Yep. Uh, just can I throw what, some names at you? What were you thinking? Yep. Taylor Swift. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, how good would that be? Make it happen. I don't think um, <laughs> as good as the horse and jockey is. I don't think we can accommodate her stage. Right. What about so that's probably the only reason we won't get Travis it. Kelsey. Can we at least get him to turn up? He's back in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. easy ever. Yep. Katy Perry. Oh. Uh, any danger you're going to choose uh, an artist we play? No, Just, well, no any Katie danger. Katy flew in to do a private party the other day. One gig. Yeah. If you mm. can't secure her, you're not taking this seriously. <laughs> Pearl Jam? Oh. oh, they're coming. Pearl yeah. Jam. No, that's a no I'm getting. Pink? Hi, right, so have you heard what we want to do with Pink? Invite her, but not let her in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about Matchbox 20? You, you saw them. Oh, oh, How about Newcastle? <laughs> <laughs> I heard you, heard you got knocked back from uh, being a guest on the Newcastle I, I, breakfast show at Triple M. Do you have any pull up there? Do you well, have any it's, pull it's, whatsoever? I, I heard you telling. So you you offered to be a guest on yes. the Triple M Newcastle. I would like thing. to have gone on, on to just and talk Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were knocked back. I was. So the beautiful irony is this morning I've just received an email. Uh, this is true from the uh, National Film and Sound Archive. Uh, they've launched an online radio exhibition celebrating 100 years of Australian radio and yes. they're seeking your permission to use marketing collateral <laughs> from your uh, wonderful Martin Malloy show Thank back you. in the day to help promote that exhibition. I would like to do that as someone in the sound archives of Australia, 100 years of radio. I'd like to thank everyone but Newcastle. Who obviously, uh, they set the bar so high up there. I, can, need you. I can get into anything else. Oh, that's a yes from me too, by the way. Yes. Okay, now what about this? Just before you go, and yep. I think we can make this one happen. Yep. This is entertainment. Mm. Two songs, three songs. Yeah. Mm. Four. Manny Pacquiao. Oh. Come on. Come on, Rick. Manny no. Pacquiao. No? No. What about Steve Smith? He, he won't be busy. Village people. I've seen you in two well, Steve Smith's still coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How are you going over there, Buttons? <laughs> What do you want me to do? You'll be working in Newcastle this time oh. next week. So be on the, on the, they on might interview me. Metallica. No. Eurasia. Boney M are here. Boney M. Think about it. Boney oh, so where, while you're having, what cocktail did you invent the other day? Uh, the, oh, the Heart yeah. Solo cocktail. Heart Solo. We can listen to the rivers of Babylon. Oh, yeah, oh that'll, be, that'll be a massive crowd pleaser. All right, you go away and have a think about it. I want you to what? come back in here. Tomorrow? With, with something hard on the table. By tomorrow. Yeah. Best place. Well done. We do the major announcements <laughs> tomorrow. Go on, you're Rexy. All right. One, triple, three. One, triple, three. <laughs> wow. Hold one, it. triple, three. Five, you might be yeah, not, not Bath, you be Bendigo. Good Cessnock. morning, News Girl. I'll be lucky to get to the Central Coast before I get to Newcastle. Oh, my God. If you would like to come along to Mad Monday, what are you wearing? Did you ever... Dress up at your Mad Mondays? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so what did you go as? Oh, it changed. The Blues Brothers went as Elvis Presley one year. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you very much. We could go you as young Elvis, me as old Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Star- uh, well, we could go with Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch. I'll go. Who am I? Starsky. You're, yeah, yeah. I'm the, I'm the tall one. I'm, I'm David Soul. Yeah. Who had the big jacket? 
Uh, Hutch. No, it's Starsky. Mm. That's you. Maybe I'll go as... Lenny and Squiggy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to go as... I was going to say Fossey Bear. <laughs> no, who was, the, who was the pimp in Starsky and Hutch? Huggy Bear. Huggy Bear. Huggy Bear. What did I say? Mm. You said Hoggy Bear. You said Hoggy. Hoggy Bear. Mm. Which is a cartoon Who's character. the Muppet? The Muppet. Fozzie. Fozzie Bear. Was like, yeah. Hello, for service. Now I just don't understand what Newcastle does. <laughs> That wasn't our best chat. No. No. Hey, uh, but what are you coming as? Colin, I uh, want to be part of the action. What are you coming as? Um, being that it's the horse and jockey, I thought I'd go something horse ra- horse, ra- horse racing related because mm. every horse race needs a donkey, so I'll go as Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Oh. Are you going as the front end or the back end? Uh, d- complete. Oh, you're, the, you're, the, you're it. Oh, wow. I am Eeyore. Wow. Oh, I and I'll give you a bad joke later um, at the event. Uh, regarding the Eeyore costume. Oh, have you got one for us now? Yeah. Uh, two blokes in the bar. <laughs> one bloke goes, keeps, keeps the line beers. The other bloke just keeps nodding every time. Yep, I want one, I want one. Eventually the bartender gets fed up, comes over and says, mate, you know, don't, why, why does he keep calling you donkey? Because he's like, donkey, you want a beer? Donkey, you want a beer? Bloke goes, oh, Eeyore, Eeyore. He always calls me donkey. <laughs> You're so close, mate. All right, you can have one ticket. You, yeah. oh. <laughs> no, you've got oh, two. Yeah, Bring my end. Well done, Cole. Cole. Come on, baby. Oh, I didn't That's quite good. understand. No, We're getting to do it live. Yeah. Uh, Jason's on the line. Jason, who are you coming as? I'm going to come as Dave Grohl. I'll put my oh. shirt on and have my hair hanging out. Oh, wow. You can come. Do you play the drums? I play nothing, mate. I just look like him. All right, you're coming along wow. as Dave Grohl. Bang, you're in. Jason's on the line. Jason, who would you come as? Uncle Fester. Oh. Uh, you're a bald bloke, are you? Uh, I'm not bald, but I've got uh, dark circles under my eyes and doing long hours. I'll shave my head to match, so. Um, yeah. dun, dun. Um, the only thing I might have is the, um, the light bulb in my mouth. I need that, that to pierce some beers. I didn't understand, I didn't understand that. that either. Yeah, I, I just, hold the line. The station you manager Rex could go as Uncle Fester. He would be a great Uncle Fester. <laughs> he's coming. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just slammed the phone down. He's, he's not happy. Oh, he's tipped his chair over. Oh, okay, some trouble brewing out there. Uh, Brett, what are, where are you coming as, mate? I was going to come as Shazza, and my wife's going to come as Shazza and Dazza. Oh, from the oh, house, 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 house eyes. <laughs> uh, all right, and uh, it's not going to be a stretch for you two. Sorry? Oh, all right, don't worry, you're coming. <laughs> you're and coming, Brett. Lauren, Lauren, what about you? What would you come as? Hey, Legends. Um, look, I was going to say I'd come as Cher, but uh, if Mick comes as Cher, I'll certainly come as Sonny. <laughs> so, so Mick comes as... So you're coming as Cher and I'm coming as Sonny. Yeah. Is that right? Well, you know, if you want to come as Cher, I'll come as Sonny. All right, oh. are you going to come as Sonny before or after he hit the tree on his skis? <laughs> Oh, oh, mate, that's great. I'll do that one. <laughs> All right, well, you're coming in in a coffin. Yeah. Looking forward Regular listeners to mm. the show would have realised that Natasha Belling is back today. Yay. Well, Yay. The Yay. missing Yay. piece in the puzzle. I, I lost say. my voice for a whole week. Wow. Oh. Oh. If that had gone on longer, <laughs> everyone would have. It would have been world peace. It was just relaxing. No, we missed you. 
We did really you? did. So much. And yeah, we, we, did. we were keen for you to return. Well, for work purposes, I was listening to the show. Oh, okay. I was tuning into Triple M Newcastle, but then I did <laughs> listen to you guys. And I don't think you did miss me. And all I'm going to say is I have now engaged my lawyers. Oh. Oh. Uh, hopefully, Natasha Belling will be back on deck at some stage this week. It's very peaceful, I've got to say. Oh, I miss her. The serenity. The serenity. Yeah, no. Tash is going to get fired if she doesn't oh. turn up this week. <laughs> Is this on that any danger? Where is she? I spoke to her yesterday. She's not well. You know she's sick because we had Dr. Chris Brown in today. She would have crawled off her deathbed and uh, (laughs) sassied up. While she's going to the Oscars. In some kind of come get me outfit. There you go. See, I've broken the news. Who needs Natasha Belling? She's she's not even missed on this program. Oh, yes, she is. Do you you remember when she was on the show? No. Vague memory. Long long time ago. We've finished on time for the last two days. <laughs> <laughs> You've taken all that out of context. Yeah, that was not. said with love. Yes, yes. And great. Was it? That's really? creative editing. Someone, that, <laughs> someone edited that wrong. Well, you're back and we missed you and we just thought we'd maybe rifle through sure. some of the big stories that occurred while, while you were away. So I had a lot you? of time to research and one of the big stories I've been focusing on doing a deep dive is the state government overriding local government powers yeah. with planning yeah. legislation. Yeah, yeah, we could do and that. What, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Or you could do the stories that we yeah. selected for you. Yeah, they're about the government. Okay. You have a pairing yeah, of the government and stuff. Yeah. All right, got? so you, you want me to start with the first one? Yes, please. It's regarding male fertility. Yeah, just get well, that's very important. Yep. Scientists have successfully grown working testicles in a dish <laughs> that could one day help <laughs> sale, sa- solve male infertility. Where do you keep your spare <laughs> pair? In the fridge? What, do you name them? <laughs> Is it like getting your appendix at the end of at the end of an operation? No, you tonsils. put them in a jar and put them on your bedside table. Your tonsils. Male I, infertility affects one in twelve men. Yeah, well, yep. there's only two here, so they're like next story, please. Doctors are shocked over a patient who allegedly shoved batteries into his penis. <laughs> You, you, you cover all the hard stories, you do. It was I'd, a 70s... I'd be impressed if they were double A's. <laughs> or a C. What about the square battery? Oh, hey, hey. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Don't, don't oh, lower the tone. That's you, what, what are you doing? What are you okay. doing that week off? He was a 73-year-old Australian man who was shocked to need shocked urgent right. surgery. Shocked, <laughs> <laughs> His hair was standing straight. All right, stop that one. You like, can do. Yeah, he's serious. Come on, let's get it together, guys. Okay, what's the last one? A 60-year-old <sighs> kilt-wearing man in Texas has been arrested after he was caught sticking antiques in his rectum and placing them back on the shelves. Can you stop? Because I've done no. a deep dive into this. Oh, 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 the name of the antique store yes. was called the Curiosity Shop. Oh, well, oh, curiosity killed the cat, baby. <laughs> Uh, so, what? Any idea what he was uh, shoving up the poop? <laughs> yes, it was called Restoration Hardware Piece, an antique bottle opener, and wait for this: the tobacco oh. tent can. Uh, the old tobacco tent can. Why would you what do it? this? Oh, oh, don't look at me. What do you? Because yes, as soon as I read this story, I thought of you. I don't know why. Well, <laughs> thank you for that. Bring us up to speed. Oh. And before we go to the news, I believe we can cross to the episode of Antiques Roadshow. Yeah. Oh. Uh, where that man was on. A very fine quality continental porcelain vase in the style of Serve. This is in fact a Rolex model known as the Oyster model. Ah. You could almost call it an early Sutherland table with this very narrow profile when it's uh, when it's down. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a very, very I'm, good I'm not welcome feeling back. well. I might have another week off. Yeah. <laughs> welcome back, welcome Natasha back. Billy. What the f*** is going on? God, you are dumb. What the f*** is wrong with you? Making MJ's What the f***? WTF? Joe Biden, 81, says the key to his marriage is good sex. <laughs> what the f***? Yeah, yeah, giddy up, Joey. Uh, As if he'd remember. No, or oh. uh, oh, get the name right. <laughs> oh, oh, that's uh, so true. Jill, uh, uh, I mean, Jane, uh, I mean, uh, uh, the president of Mexico. He'd have a bum I don't know about you, but I'd reckon there'd have to be a Secret Service guy pushing his bottom. Well, well, yeah, someone's a push bummer. <laughs> That's their job. Up the stairs of a plane. Well, I mean, you can't join the Mile High Club on Air Force One either, by the way. No. It's not the Oval Office we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're supposed to be. I know you're in the Oval Office, but we don't want to hear about you being in the Oval in Office. The Oval Office. <laughs> oh. Poor Jill. Oh. Poor Jill. What have you got for it? Welcome back. Oh, thank you. A Spanish priest has been arrested on suspicion of illegally selling Viagra from his home. What the f? Yeah, no one's taking it worse than Nan. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Hang on. Let me go and pack this. He's, a, a priest is selling Viagra from home. Yes. Is he offering it as like a, like a blue communion wafer? <laughs> I give you the boner of Christ. <laughs> give me the body of Christ. Apparently, apparently it's good because uh, when he sold it, he was <laughs> pitching a tent in his cassock. <laughs> oh, the cassock. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he can sin for up to three hours. <laughs> wow. uh, please, MG. Um, well, sticking with that type of theme, uh, oh, according, to, according to a study, boys, listen up. Men who have sex two or three times a week are less likely to die from a heart attack. Who did that what research? The f- um, sex is a form of exercise and helps strengthen your heart, lower your blood pressure, reduce stress, and improve sleep. So, having sex twice a week. Will, will reduce the the risk of you having a heart attack. What if no one else is involved? <laughs> well, then you're in well, trouble. I'll live to 170. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You go. I do. We are only born with two fears, the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises, everything else we learn over our lifetime. What the No way. How do you know that? Well, it's scientific research. Yes, it's written on a bit of paper. Yeah. (laughs) That would be true. It'd be learned behaviour that you're fearful. Like your soap on your feet, that you would have learned that over time. Well, claustrophobic as well. Mm. How do I get claustrophobic? Trauma. Yeah. Yeah, being locked in a lift when I was 11. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, he would have fallen over a few times as oh, a youngster. Yeah, I reckon. my big feet. Do, 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 do. You'd have been about eighteen months when you had your first concussion. <laughs> so six months. Oh, six. six months. <laughs> they were like, "Mum, well, that's square." I said, "Send it upstairs." <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right, geez. we get the idea. One triple three five three. Get involved. <laughs> How much do we? One thousand dollars. I'm gonna give a lot away today. Blow my mind, Shane. What have you got for me? Good morning, legends. Uh, yes. Drinking beer can actually make you smarter. <laughs> you know. Okay. No, I'm getting I'm getting thumbs up from the fact checkers, but they're, they're probably the, clearly they're drunk as we speak. <laughs> what is going on? Are you saying yes? Yes. The reason for this is the hops inside beer. It can make your cognitive function open up your cognitive function. But the problem is you've got to drink like three thousand pints of beer. I'll oh, take on that challenge. I'll take on that challenge. I'll be, I'll be the the pub Albert Einstein. <laughs> You'll be the guinea pig. I'll be I'm in Mensa. <laughs> I'm turn up to Mensa with a slab. 
So let's get started. Let's get this party started. Let's have a brainstorm. Yeah. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. A session. A brainstorm. A brainstorm. Have a, let's have a I'm going around to my mate's house for a brainstorm. Oh, hey, Shane, a slab of Jetty Road yes. lager for you. You'll be the smartest man in the room and girls will adore you. Good, well done, Shane. Keep it up. That's the best, best fact I've ever heard. But no money. Ian, what have you got for me, Ian? Pope John Paul II and Pope Francis are both honorary Harlem Globetrotters. What the f***? What? Oh, wow, that's true. I can spin a ball on their finger. (laughs) More like the team they're pleased to play. Who are they? Uh, Washington, someone. When when, when they dunk, they get upskirted. (laughs) They do. Watch. John Paul too. Imagine him turning up to the games. Imagine sitting oh. behind him with that big hat. <laughs> hey, can you take your hat off, mate? Can't see anything. Foul. Mate. That'll be good. Did you see the nuns playing soccer the other day? Amazing. Yes. Wasn't it incredible footage? Mm-hmm. Uh, to one of them got red carded for not being a virgin. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sean um, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monday Blue. Monday uh, Blue. It is. Uh, thank you. Good fact, Ian. Uh, Cameron, what have you got? Uh, you can actually cook food wrapped in owl foil in a microwave as long as it's covered by a Ziploc bag. Oh, no, hang on. Well, I don't well, encourage no, people to Cameron's do thoughts are not echoed by Triple M or any of its on-air producers <laughs> or pre- presenters. Is that a disclaimer? Yes. <laughs> You're now You're covering your own ass. Well, I'm covering... <laughs> Oh, this is this is so. Hang on, mate, Cameron. We're not suggesting anyone does this, no. and we're questioning the science. But if you put, uh, what, what are you putting alfoil in a microwave for anyway? A sandwich. Well, if you're, if uh, I, I've seen it on YouTube, they cooked a <laughs> short, they cooked a chicken wrapped in alfoil in a ziploc bag in a microwave, and I actually tried it, and it works. All right. Well, I'm not condoning it, and I'm not rewarding it. No, no. money today. Oh. And we've been joined live in the studio by friend of the show, Will Anderson. Will, how are you? Mate, thank you very much for having me. And nice we always nice to see you on a Monday morning. Monday morning, bright and early. Looking Here we good. Go. Were you watching uh, overnight sport? Have you been following England? I've been and, following England and uh, India. How good is that? Oh, man, how good is that? Is it the death of baseball? Is this the end of baseball? I, I so. don't want it to be the death of baseball. Well, I, I like baseball. I like baseball. It makes me laugh. I don't know why we're trying to drive baseball <laughs> out of the game. Baseball is constantly entertaining. It's of course England are doing it, that's all. Yes, yes. No, but I, what I love about baseball is the thing about baseball is whatever people expect you to do, do the opposite. The opposite. It's like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. That's yeah. what baseball is. It's Michael Keaton in the original Batman movie. <laughs> it is like he just wants chaos. Like, baseball is a dog chasing after a car, wouldn't know what to do if it felt like got the car. It's George, it's George Alice Weinfeld. Madness. It's just like, you know what? Third slip's wearing the keeper's gloves. Keeper, you're not wearing gloves. <laughs> the bowler's wearing the pads. It's baseball. We're having a great time. No pads. Here we go. <laughs> Whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, but I think they're on the verge oh. of – so it, it'll be another moral victory for them, of course, but they, I, it may I, be I, I mean, I think this is the greatest of all moral victories. In fact, this is a moral series win as far as I can see, <laughs> beating a, uh, a half uh, – an India B-side, <laughs> failing to beat an India Correct. B-side. Yeah, Coley's uh, not playing, is he? Coley's out. He doesn't – Coley hasn't played the whole series. No. He's out, but they've had a whole bunch of their yeah, best players out. He's just gone AWOL, has he? Well, he's had his second he's kid, He's had his second kid. He wants to spend some time with us. Had some time off. Didn't want to get involved yeah. in this baseball nonsense. No. Nah, rat's like, I've got, I don't need this. At the berth, he uh, made the decision to stay up the non-strikers end, <laughs> I, I believe. Didn't want to be weak, people. Short, short leg. I, well, so I've been watching <laughs> that. I've been advice. watching New Zealand cricket as well. Australia yes. just smashing oh, New Zealand. Yeah. 
in the T20 at the moment, which is yeah. like... We just won that last night. We, we sewed the... Clean sweep, bing, bang, boom. I know. Just, I mean, I I actually thought that New Zealand were going to be a lot better than they've been so far. But, like, that'll be interesting to see how that goes. Did you play cricket yourself? I heard a whisper you were playing some park cricket. Well, haven't been playing, but have been watching. Or watching some park cricket. Is baseball big in park cricket? Yes, 100%. (laughs) Like, no, but, like, literally... Park cricket is all basketball. <laughs> this is why. So I've been walking past like some parks where I'm living at the moment where they play park cricket all the time. And I have become obsessed with park cricket. Because oh, wow. here's firstly what I love is the uniforms in park yes. cricket, which is the there can only be. 80% of the people wearing the uniforms. <laughs> that is one of the rules of park cricket. Yes. There always has to be two or three random people. A couple of late just, ring-ins. It just means like not everyone. Never seen an entire no. team with the uniforms, which is great. No, always like when someone's got the uniform from four years ago. So it is literally <laughs> like and someone's just wearing an India jumper or something, which is always great. Or you can see so, one kid who's had the growth spurt as well. He's got his, his whites are up to his shins. But fair to say, like, you know, if they talk about 2020, like yeah, baseball being like the batsman's game. This is like park cricket is a batsman's game. Like short boundaries. Oh, yeah. Like bowlers being absolutely punished. Like there is not. (laughs) Like because firstly. Flat tracks. I mean, I love cricket. But you do, even in a test match, if like if one of the best bowlers comes down and like it gets left or whatever, it's like even in the top level, you're like, that is a bit boring. I can confess (laughs) that there was a lot of fuss then for not much happening. But in park cricket, when they just bowl it too wide for someone to hit, like that is a real waste of everyone's time. So no one ever leaves. Even even like, I bet you, I was at Friday, I was watching through some social media. Media, and I saw some park cricket, and a bloke hit a massive six. And all you hear is this bloke whose car got smashed. Who broke my freaking windows? Ah, like, it's crowd so, participation. Uh, yeah, over the fence. Uh, hit a bloke's in, <laughs> I had like one over. This is the greatest over of cricket I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes. Just happened the other day as I was walking past the. Like I, I've stopped because the guys hit a six off the first, second, and third ball of the <laughs> over, and I'm just like, you know what? Wow. I've actually got to go over the fence and have a look at this fourth ball, six again, fifth ball goes for another six, misses it, wicket keeper. Spoils the stumping, oh. so he's not out. <laughs> Hits the final ball for six. Oh, yes, <laughs> we love it. That's the spirit. If you ever like to see something happening in a park, mm. I, I actually find that yes, you know, like this is you're, been a, voy- this- you're a voyeur. Is it a voyeur? A voyeur? A voyeur. I mean, I'm not I sure. Am. That's what I. Uh, you're it's not, a voyeur. Something, it's something sexual. You know, I'll, you know <laughs> I'm not, the way I you said it sounded. I love watching people. Yeah, like just okay. like, I'd sit on a bench in public. I'd sit on a bench out in front of our studios here and watch people for three hours walking past. Okay. All you've had right. a couple of opportunities to back out of this, and yeah. you've just got well, to, to I like to watch. <laughs> I'm trying to solidify my position, that's all. When okay. you see some action in a park, yes. you're like a Labrador. You go, what's going on? What's going There's on? Something happening. I want to go and, and have a look there. at this. And, and so the other I day, agree. Sydney's two AFL teams were playing a practice match against Swans each other, the Swans and GWS, and yes. it was on... I don't know what the oval's called, but it's the one next to the SCG. So that's sure. just that parkland sort of Sydney, oval. More, park, more park or something. Yeah, mm. so it's just out. So I'm just walking by there, and this game is about to start. Wow. And so I'm like, oh, this is pretty fun. Like I might, uh, sure. you know, sit, like just, you know, it's like country footy, right? There's yeah. a thousand people, people pay good money to watch around this. the sideline. These are the two two of the best teams in the yeah. AFL. They've got a bit of a rivalry. They're playing the new players. This seems like a pretty good fun thing. And then I'm standing next to her. I start hearing this beep, beep. 
beep. And I'm like, oh, what's uh, what's going on here? And I realized next to me, because it's on an outdoor oval and it's flat, the coaches have all got onto one of those like trays that oh, can get like, you know, a cherry picker. Of, cherry, like, cherry picker lift. tray. <laughs> and they they just been, that's right, the old sizzle lift. <laughs> sizzle lifted. <laughs> Up next to me on these trays, right, so that they can see the crown. And I'm like, oh, well, this is pretty fun. I'm like, this is like, I, I want to like send a video of this to my, to my friend, right? Yeah, so, good... I, well, firstly, I would love that if they offered the old, you know, 1500 bucks and you can get up on the sizzle lift and watch it from up there, I would have like cancelled my plans for the rest of the day. But I thought I'll take a little video of it from a friend and sort of like, you know, yes. send it to him. He'll think this is pretty fun. And a security guard, or at least someone in a yellow vest, yeah, could yeah. have worked for the yeah. footy teams, I'm high not vis. sure. But a high-vis person came up and said, oh, no, you're not allowed to film that. And I was like, oh, I mean, we're in public. Yes. Yeah. And what, what and like, are, are terrorists going to bring down the Twin Towers of the coaches at the GWS Sydney <laughs> well, game? Like, to bring down the cherry picker. I know. If you see something, say something. I think it's fine. <laughs> It's an AFL game in Sydney. Nobody's saying anything. <laughs> it's free. It's free. <laughs> that would have been good for you to get in it, right. go up yourself, oh. and then get them to drive you home. Oh, you yes. could have been so driven home at a height of 30 feet <laughs> all the way. Can I tell you a quick yes. story, which is one of my favourites? It's an AFL story, so I apologise off the bat, but in, over in Perth there was a coach called Mel Brown. Now, Mel yes. Brown is one of the hardest men yes. to ever play AFL football. Yep. He was coach, coaching South Fremantle. He had been involved in a, a fisticuffs as a coach on mm. the sideline and was barred from coaching for, I think it was like five, six weeks or something like that. So he wasn't allowed inside any ground. So he got a cherry picker, right? It got him off the ground. It, it transported him across the thing, and then he lowered mm-hmm. the stall to about six inches off the ground oh. and addressed his team, right, on the ground, Clever. and then had it raised wow. and off. And I go, I mean, that mate. is one of the greatest, like, get around the rules I've ever seen. By Mel Brown, yep. look it up. It actually happened. Wow. Man, that's pretty good, actually. But you can't film it. Like, my fi- my hips hurt a lot. Maybe I could just, like, actually bring in just, like, public transport on a cherry picker. <laughs> just rocking up to places. Is there somewhere to park my cherry picker? <laughs> Why not? We love it. You could do the show from out on the street. Just come up to the window. <laughs> Give you a microphone. Thanks for swinging by. Anything we can plug? Sydney uh, Comedy, Sydney uh, Comedy. Festival. Um, yeah, uh, my show, Will Legitimate, is at the Airmore Theatre and at the Chatsworth Theatre. Yeah. Get along. It'll be a cracker. Thanks again, Will. Thank, Thank you. you. Mick and MG in the morning. Weekdays from 6 on Sydney's Triple M.